nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Here we are, the altar life. You know, a lot of people talk about sophomore slumps, but we're going to blow that right out of the water. Brett, how can we be like Christ? Being like Christ is all about being changed, you know, from the inside out. And we're going to be talking about tonight on our show, so stay tuned for that. But next up, we got a song talking about that from Sanctus Real called Change Me. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. How y'all doing tonight? We're thankful to be here with you guys again. Before we were talking about how we can be like Christ how we can be changed. And there's some verses we'd like to talk to you guys about. Basically, the theme of the altar life. What's behind the name? uh, What verses are we getting that from? And uh, what's the purpose of our show here? You know, as we thinking about this show, thinking about how our lives should reflect Jesus Christ, verses that pop in our minds are Romans 12, 1 and 2. And uh, we're going to set the stage for it for tonight and just kind of read them out. It says, from a, a guy, the Apostle Paul, you may have heard of him in the book of Romans. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And it says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, Jeff, that's what I want, that perfect, good, and acceptable will of God. So, you know, we're going to kind of break that through the night, break that down. The next song we're going to play is by Lifehouse. It's called Out of Breath. Paul also says, "I've at the end of his life, I've fought the good fight, fight I've finished the race. And uh, this song is just about running and living our lives so that we can meet Christ at the end of it and be pleased. And he'll be pleased with us, with uh, the way we ran, and we ran well. Thanks for listening to our friends Brent and Jeff on the altar life. They rock! So Jeff, the next part of that verse in Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, Present your bodies a living sacrifice. What do you think living sacrifice means? Well, a lot of people hear that and they think, you know, you have to throw yourself in front of a train or, I don't know. <laughs> Pour gasoline all over yourself and yeah, let yourself on fire. Just or... look at the verse. It says living sacrifice. It's not just sacrificing your life so that, you know, you're like, oh, I can't live my life. I'm not going to have any fun being a Christian. It's going to be present- dull it's, you're just, It says present your bodies to the Lord. You Allow him to use them. It says somewhere else in the word, it says... You know, if you lose your life for him, you're actually going to find it. The real life that comes from Christ is so much better than the life you could get doing other things. And that's why he's saying, I beg you, please come. He says, present yourself a living sacrifice. Not a dumb person pouring the gasoline all over themselves and lighting themselves on fire. Let's face it. When we are in control of all the decisions of our life, we mess it up. That's why we have parents when we're young. Because we're too dumb to do anything right on our own. Well, we have the ultimate parent in God, and he tells us in his word how we should live our life. So why not do it that way? It's a lot easier. It actually says in this verse even, and I agree, it says it's the reasonable service, man. That makes the most sense. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to let your two-year-old run around a, a room full of like nails sticking up. And... <laughs> Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural, perhaps. Baloney, perhaps not. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Uh-oh, Jeff. You know what time it is? What time is it? <laughs> it be time for a 90s flashback. Oh, yeah. I think I even talked like that back in the 90s. <laughs> you probably did, little scrawny, well, tall, skinny, lanky man, all <laughs> six foot six. Golly. 
but a lot lighter than you are now, so it's kind of a freakish thing happening. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, the 90s, I was like <laughs> a lot younger, a lot dumber. But you know what? Music was just as good. That's why we had this segment on the Alter Life 90s flashback, because a lot of you, you think that the 90s is old already. Old school. To me, when I hear 90s, I think of like four years ago, even though it's not true. But uh, <laughs> this song, Lord of the Dance, kind of ties in with what we're talking about, about how we need somebody to take our bodies and give them life, to be the heartbeat. So here's Stephen Curtis Chapman with our 90s flashback. Even if you don't like to dance, this is a cool song, Lord of the Dance. 90s flashback. Dude, I serve a society by rocking. I'm out there on the front lines liberating people with my music. The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Rockin' ain't no walk in the park, lady. Ouch, that song really hurt my pride. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that song, if you have any bit of Pharisee in you, that song will blow it out of the water. (laughs) Just like this episode. (laughs) All right, it's time for another hip-hop song. Yeah, I feel like we've been a little bit CCM lately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have been a little CCM. You're right, Brent. Uh, This is Redeemed Thought. These are some guys that I actually know personally. Yeah, that's right. I'm name dropping. (laughs) Steven the Levite, Muse One of Redeemed Thought. This is from Ecclesiastes. These guys are awesome. Listen to these rhymes. I'm not even going to pretend that I know the words to use to describe a rap song, but this song is good. That's all I know. Here's Build Up. It's actually called The Anthem, in parentheses, Build Up by Redeemed Thought. Boys from Philly, here we go. Uh-oh, you know what it's time for, Jeff? The most dreaded spot in our show. Corny joke time. Boo. Yay! <laughs> Boo. So, Jeff, what's your corny joke for the day? Why did the boy throw butter out the window? Please tell me why. Because he wanted to see butterfly. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> this corny joke has been brought to you by Ryan Cunningham. Ryan Cunningham, thanks a lot for submitting that one. We'd like to get some jokes from you. TheAlterLife at Yahoo.com is where you can email them. Just put corny joke in the subject line, and maybe you'll get mentioned on the air here on The Alter Life. Uh, we'll thank you, and we'll blame you for the corny joke that you disperse upon, uh, upon the tri-state area. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes, moron. The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. We've been talking about tonight as being... Uh, sacrificing your life for the Lord and not just, you know, dying for him physically, but really just dying to yourself and, and all your selfish desires. And that's kind of what we've been talking about through Romans 12, 1. And now we're going to talk a little bit about Romans 12, 2, which is actually kind of what that last song was talking about, being something new, something different, something unique. You know, dying for your, dying to yourself lets you live for Christ. And Paul says in Romans 12, 2, he says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. You know, being transformed into a disciple of Christ, letting God come inside of you and work himself through you. And, you know, today's culture, it's all about being like everybody else. It's all about, you know, to be original is to be like everybody else, which is not original at all. Conformity is something that we can be trapped by. It can be uh, really a burden that we carry is that we got to look like everybody else. We have to act like everybody else. And if we stand out, then there's a real problem. We're going to be made fun of or we're going to be outcast. But if you look at what Jesus did, he didn't care about conforming to this world to win people. He came and he lived his life completely sold out for what he was all about. And uh, Jesus expects nothing less of us. The only thing that we should be conforming 
into is the image of Christ, like Brent was talking about. You know, the Bible talks about our old ways being put away, nailed on the cross, and we are now a new creation. There's a new way for us to live as Christians. It's not just to look like the world, to act like the world, but there's actually a calling to something greater, something different, and we should be standing out as Christians for what we believe in. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Brent, what do you think is unbelievable? You know, I was sitting here looking at a piece of styrofoam and thinking to myself, how unbelievable is styrofoam? It's amazing. I mean, look, you could it could be in a cup form and protect your hands from something hot or something cold, right? Yeah. It could be in the shape of a peanut, and it's in that box when you order something on Amazon.com. It comes with those little styrofoam peanuts in there. I love this. Oh, yeah, they're so <laughs> You know, and they fly all around. Actually, I hate cleaning up after them. But, yeah. you know, they have a mind of their own, and they fly around. They look like a little less. And also... Styrofoam can be used to, to pack away your most delicate of bric-a-brac and knickknacks and treasure possessions. I don't know. It's a slang word, I think. It means, in the, in the, the slang dictionary, little objects of uh, antiquity. <laughs> I don't know. Little precious moments and things like that. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. You put some styrofoam around it, you're fine. Doesn't matter if you throw it off a building; it's fine. No damage whatsoever. I mean, I don't know why people don't wrap their houses in styrofoam. They never have to work on their houses or their cars, for that matter. You just drive. You know, start something think, new. Actually, you know what? I think all cars should be made out of Nerf <laughs> because bump into somebody. Who cares? That actually would be kind of fun. The only problem is when you get to a stoplight and it's a windy day, and all of a sudden, whoa! There goes my car. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nerf cars. <laughs> That would be outrageous. He said, it wouldn't even be a problem if it rains. You just yeah. get out and ring it out. Ring it out. <laughs> Styrofoam is your unbelievable thing to think about this week. We'd like to know what you think is unbelievable. Email us. TheAlterLife at Yahoo.com. Shoot us an email. Tell us what you think is unbelievable. Next up, we got the afters for you, All That I End. The thing we've been talking about being a living sacrifice, you know, we got to give God all that we are. A lot of times we give him the stuff that we think he wants, like our Sunday mornings and our Wednesday nights or whatever, but he just wants a relationship with us. It doesn't have to be one day a week. It doesn't have to be in a church building. It has to be something in our heart. We have to let him in. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You know, Jeff, how you were talking about living for Christ and having that relationship with him 24-7. You know, it's something that we can't do on our own strength. It's something that we trust God with, and he and He actually develops that relationship in us. And he, through His Holy Spirit, shows us how to do it, shows us what things to be involved in, what things not to be involved in. Uh, he speaks to our hearts when the, in the times that we talk to Him and spend time with Him, you know, in, in the Bible or when we're praying to Him or when we're in church or when we're just alone walking around. He actually ministers to our hearts, and He helps us do that. He helps us be conformed into His image. You know, if, if you can take anything away from what we've been talking about tonight, it's basically this, that God wants our lives. He bought them with his son's blood on the cross. We're not our own. And God is so gracious that he's provided a way for us to live a godly life, to receive the rewards of that life. And really, it's not of our own righteousness at all. Jesus lived a perfect life. He gave that life to us, and we get all the benefits of Jesus' perfect life. And um, it's something that... You know, grace is something that we'll never be able to understand. You know, we sing amazing grace, but do we really think about it? Amazing. That's a big word that we use in front of grace, and that's truly what it is. 
And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus at all, um, and you don't know really what we're talking about, I just encourage you to just ask the Lord to come into your life, be your Lord and Savior. You know, start that relationship with Him and start giving Him your life and He'll do amazing things. You know, life with Christ is so much better than life without Christ because He's got an awesome plan for your life. Well, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, Jeff, it's that time again where we say goodbye. Why do you always have to give me the bad news? Yeah, I'm sorry. Next time you'll say the bad news. Well, we've had a lot of fun tonight. We appreciate those of you that have tuned in. Uh, that's it. What are we going to do? I guess we got to go. Yep, and I guess we got to say our snappy close. Ready? Be, Be cool, cool cats. cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music. Truth. Real. Period. Period.